Hello! Uh, welcome to Seasons, A Year in Movies. I'm Jacob. I'm Emma. And today we're talking about episode 7, The Force Awakens. Hey! Eh. <laughs> <laughs> um, that pretty much sums up this podcast. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, thanks you for tune, joining yeah, us. You could tune in next time uh, to find, to, for us to fight. Um, but yeah, I, I'm looking at our notes here. And uh, Emma does not just have one like here. Uh, so normally, yeah, to, to set this up, we do a segment called Likes and Yikes, where we talk about little things that we like and little things that make us say yikes about the movie. Just little things that we want to talk about and get out of the way. Um, Emma's got a lot of likes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so I think I'm just going to let her <laughs> do her thing. Man, I have, I have a lot of likes in our notes, and yet... Uh, those are, it's not even near close to capturing all the little tiny things that I like in this movie. Um, I saw this movie five times in the theater and the last, like the last three times at least I took notes while in the theater (laughs) about like all the little things that I liked and found interesting. Um, but these are the things (laughs) that I noticed or thought about this time um i love ray's scrunchy eyes honestly i love ray's whole face um daisy ridley is a gift um this i I agree with (laughs) yes uh also like ray's theme is so good it's just so like light and beautiful also very good (laughs) (laughs) um i like the blue lasers in this movie i think like it's a like it's just a cool change uh from like the green and red um, yeah, and I, I don't know, they're just good. Um, also, everything about Finn is great, uh, and you can't, you can't make me believe otherwise. Also, I agree with this. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, yeah. we're not fighting at all. <laughs> just, just you wait. <laughs> um, Poe's lip bite is very good. That is extremely good. <laughs> um. Wait, wait, you should contextualize that. Oh, uh, okay. Because uh, people are not going to know what you're talking about. I don't, I don't know. Is there anyone out there who's not aware that Poe and Finn are, or at least will be, deeply in love? <laughs> I, I hope, I hope people are aware of this truth. Anyway, there's just, when, when Poe and Finn are reunited, um, they run up to each other and embrace, and it's so blessed. And then Poe steps back and realizes that Finn is wearing his jacket. And Finn's like, oh, let me give it back to you. And Finn's like, no, keep, no. Did I switch it? I switched it. You did, it. yeah. Finn's like, let me give it back to you. And Poe's like, no, keep it. It suits you. And then he, like, looks, looks him up and down and bites his lip <laughs> very subtly. And, ooh, boy. <laughs> It's good. It's very good. It's good. Yeah, we have lots of Poe and Finn thoughts, mm-hmm. and I'm excited about that. Yeah, um, I love I love the nurse who consoles Chewie and like lets him, you know, be like whiny and stuff, and is like, "You're so brave," like just knowing like that's what he needs to hear. She's a good nurse. Um, I love uh, like just the visuals of the island. Are just like so gosh it's so beautiful and it's like real like real life looks like that um i like the falcon reveal i don't think it's cheesy like i think it's like a perfect balance of just like like you know triumphant acknowledgement but then like also being like yeah like the world is you know slightly different now and it's like yeah like anyway i think it's good um 
I'm talking a lot about the things that I'm supposed to just talk a little bit about. Um, I like a lot of this movie. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I would... I, I love this movie. I don't just like it. <laughs> so. Good for you. <laughs> I mean, I say this, like, with the with total sincerity. Yes. Like, yeah. I, I appreciate your love for this movie. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Um. Um, moving on, my yikes. Uh, I do have a few yikes, um, but the one I don't really want to talk about, which is the point of this portion of the show yeah um is gosh i don't like i call it the rapey scene um which maybe <laughs> i should think of a better name <laughs> you probably um, i apologize um <laughs> but yeah just like i it's a very good scene i really like this scene um but Again, where you have to set up context, I'm, yeah. I'm working on all it. right yeah um where Kylo Ren is, like, captured Rey, and he, like, takes off his mask. Um, (laughs) Okay, sorry. I think that moment's so funny, because it's, I mean, part of it, it, it's intentionally doing this, right? That it's like, oh, what's under the mask? And it's just like, oh. A greasy boy. A greasy boy. (laughs) Just just a greasy boy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I just think that's funny. Anyway, continue. Sorry. Mm -hmm. So that's, yeah, he, like, takes off the mask, and then he's like you know, interrogating her, and he's like, I can take whatever I want um, from you, and, like, anyway, I think it's a very good scene, and I love the acting and everything in it, um, but my yikes, my yikes is that, like, there are people, and plenty of them, who are like, yeah, like, and even, even before, I think you could argue that, like, Last Jedi, like, definitely complicates, like, you know, things and, like, intentionally, you know, tries to add in, like, this, uh, like, you know, like, sexual element and stuff to things. But, like, yeah, when this movie came out and people were like, oh, like, you know, he loves her. And I'm like, no, <laughs> like, yeah. that's, that's not how this works. And, like... Yeah, it's, it's like, I, again, I love the scene, but it's, like, painful for me to watch because I just think about all those people out there. Yeah, what's... I'm trying to remember, like, was it episode two we were talking about, like, that's not love? Yeah. And you're like, yeah, she right. <laughs> or what, maybe it was something else, but Yeah. Um... I don't remember. Oh, gosh. Anyway, it's not important, but, like, that's sort of one of these things. It's like, yeah, like... Like, I understand that we have these sort of cultural things that, like... Yeah, I would see, that, like... like, encourage this kind of thing. But it's also, like, no, like... Yeah, like, this isn't love. Like, it's obviously not. Yeah, and the not. thing with, like, like, episode two is, like, yeah, it's not love. But, like, the movie, like, wants it to be. Or, like, wants you to... Like, it's it's trying to do a love story. Like, yeah. explicitly. Although, I... Yeah. But, yeah. again, it's... yeah. I think Last Jedi, there's some things you know that yeah. complicate this but force awakens is definitely like not one no. i even think this. that like the the sexual tension in in last jedi is like ultimately like where that movie ends up is like wow kylo ren's a bad guy <laughs> you know it's not like yeah. that seems like a good relationship right oh, i mean yeah like yeah. you could i think there's i think there's yeah. there's plenty to talk about like how it gets there but yeah. i just don't think i don't think these movies are ambiguous about yeah like Kylo Ren is a is a bad manipulative person. Yeah. Who is uh yeah. Yeah. All right. Sorry, we're getting into it. But we shouldn't be. <laughs> okay. Just to let that's you talk it. about the scene. All right. That's it. Jacob, okay. What's your yikes? All right. So my yikes, I actually. Yeah. Pick one. 
Yeah. So my yikes. Hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna give me a hard time. <laughs> no, no, no. It's I'm not gonna give you a hard time. I just I'm only gonna pick one yikes, but like I want you to know that I could have picked more. <laughs> Like, if you could have picked this many likes, you know, it's only... Anyway, so my yikes is actually... Um, so, one thing I think that's really cool about this movie is, like... And I, I get that it's, like, a super visual thing, but, like, there's, like, a lot of practical effects. And, like, I think the cinematography is a lot less busy than, like, in Revenge of the Sith, especially. Mm-hmm. Uh, even though I think that movie has some, like, really artful stuff in it. Yeah. Um, but, like, it's nice. And, like, I think that the physical effects are really good. Um... And then they have this scene with the giant tentacle CGI monster (laughs) that looks awful. Yeah, it does. It's so bad. It's extremely bad. Anyway, and the other thing, I guess, yeah, I guess I'm just throwing this in there too. Why do you have the people in the raid in this movie if they're just going to get eaten by said CGI monster? Like, they don't, like, no actions, like, nothing? So, what I, my like is very small, but it's extremely good. Mm-hmm. Uh, BB-8 going down the stairs <laughs> in oh, the yes. canteen. It's extremely... And also, something I thought about is that, like, that's... I mean, I don't know. It gets weird with, like... I don't know. I hope people worked good hours on this movie. But that's also, like, something you didn't have to do. And that was probably kind of tricky to figure out, especially, like, physically. Like, it's not just, like, a CGI thing. Like, mm-hmm. they actually had, like, a ball. Like, multiple BB-8s that yeah. they used. Right? And they're like, no, like, we want BB-8 to be in the scenes. He was going to go down the stairs. And, like, there's, like, this movie has an attention to physical detail um, that's, like, really cool and doesn't doesn't feel as burdensome as the prequels do. Mm -hmm. Man, like, like, I love that bird that just, like, pecks on, like, a, like, some fallen, I don't know if it's a walker or a ship. Yeah, like, this clearly, like, puppet bird. Man. Oh, Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, movie. I remember that bird. Yeah. yeah. No, it's good. No, the practical and, like, effects I think, are very good. Yeah, and, like, I think I think there's some... I don't know. I think you can make the case that, like, the prequels are doing valuable, like, experimental work, like, doing all the CG environments and stuff, but they suffer for it, for sure. Mm-hmm. And, like, also, it's it's harder because, like, obviously, CG effects in this movie are, like, better than they are in any of the prequels and like that, but... Ex- with the, the except for the CGI monster. Gosh. Yeah, that scene in general is just really bad. That's my least favorite part of the movie by a good chunk. Yeah. 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 Um, um, yeah. The only things I like in that scene are, you know, Ray and Finn are in it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. Yeah, poor Harrison Ford in that scene. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we were just talking about how, like, that's... Because I think he actually puts in a really good performance in this movie. Yeah. But that's the scene where Except he's like... Except for that scene. Yeah, he's really clearly phoning it in. Very <laughs> much like, let me just put on this vest and get my paycheck. Like, yeah. Which is, you know, fine. It's fair. Like, Hansel, I mean, Harrison Ford. Valid. Yeah, valid, honest man, you know? I appreciate, I appreciate your honesty, Harrison Ford, if you're mm. listening to this. Yeah. Like, he was similarly refreshingly honest on the tour for 2049. Oh, 2049. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, good movie. Yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. Anyway. All right. Cool. We're off to a great start. <laughs> So I think for this podcast, um, I mean, we'll, we'll talk about the plot a little bit, I think, mm-hmm. but I think what, what is most interesting about this movie to me, and I think definitely to you oh, yes. is the, is the characters. Um, and I don't know, maybe this is silly. We're talking about like, let's, let's talk about Ray. Oh my let's gosh. talk about Ray. Oh my gosh. I love her so much. 
and everyone just needs to leave her alone. <laughs> See, yeah, I definitely, I don't, I don't have as much affection for Ray as you do, mm-hmm. but I, people definitely need to leave her alone. Yeah, Ray is like, uh, Ray is so special, and like, yeah, she. I, I just want, I want to make it clear to everybody that Ray is not Luke. And she's, like, not even the Luke care. She's not the same as Luke, and she doesn't even play the same role in this movie that, like, Luke played yeah. in New Hope. Yeah, well, I also think there's not really, like, a... I don't know, despite this movie's, like, unfortunate adherence to um, New Hope as a template, mm-hmm. um, it is, like... Like, I don't think Ray or Finn or Poe or, like, any of the new characters are, like, explicitly mappable onto anybody else. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, Kylo Ren's Poe- obviously, like... Poe is, like, a pretty good Leia. Like, right, but, exactly, but, like, he doesn't... He only plays part... Like, he's yeah. the one who gets to blow up the Death Star at the... Like, there's not... Like, there's sort yeah, of... Yeah, there's, like, ways in which they get mapped up oh, yeah. to I each don't... other. <laughs> but, like... Maybe maybe my, like, least favorite part, because I'm just, like, not as interested, is, like, the part where Poe, po, like, blows up. Well, it's it's bad. Yeah. Yeah, it's... I mean, yeah. All right. <laughs> We'll get into this later. I don't oh, want to, because I can. That will derail me. Um, <laughs> yeah, as far, yeah, we've already been derailed. Got to try to avoid it. Um, so I really like. I don't know. There's something that's really resonant to me, and I can't quite put my finger on it. Mm-hmm. About like Ray, you know, doesn't have a family. Yeah. You know, but she wants. She's waiting for them to come back, mm-hmm. right? And then she also like is like living in the ruins. Like her house mm-hmm. is just this downed. AT AT yeah and like and I think that that yeah that opening sequence with her where she's like digging through the old star destroyer mm-hmm. is really like evocative and but I'm like I'm, I'm not sure like where like it's something I like mm-hmm. I'm, and I don't think the movie does too much with it later on mm-hmm. but I think it's something that holds up on its own and I can't quite nail down why I'm, maybe I you just, have some thoughts I there. just think so much about how like Ray cares a lot about yeah. things like. She she cares about BB-8, like, when she saved, uh, I guess, him. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, might as well just use they, them for uh, yeah. BB-8. Um, yeah, when, yeah, like, Ray, Ray cares about BB-8, um, and she cares, she cares, like, about her living space. Like, it's, like, sparse but beautifully decorated, and mm-hmm. she, like... Yeah, she, like, has this attention to detail when she's working and, like, marking off her tick marks and, like, you know, and in, like, negotiating. And, oh, man. Oh, I love her so much. She cares about a lot. Um, but she doesn't know how to be cared for. Because, yeah, like, her family, like, left her in some way. Right. Um, and like, you know, has gone and she's just like been waiting for them, but like nobody nobody cares about her. And so when there are when people enter her life who do like care about her, like it's hard for her to deal with that, even though that's like what she's wanted this whole time. Yeah. And like yeah, I just think like it's I don't know, like yeah, that feels like resonant, I think like speaking generally about like kind of like speaking about women like she just has she like does so much work like to survive and like and like care about others like in a world where like she's not cared about um but she like finds it difficult like to receive that back yeah 
I just no. I think that's really. I think that's really smart and insightful. I I also feel like I don't. I don't want to be like a downer about this, but I feel mm-hmm. like you do so much of that work. Oh yeah. To make that sing, mm-hmm. you know. And I guess I mean I guess the same thing could be said about like me and the and the prequels. You know? <laughs> like I am doing some work. <laughs> yeah. No, you know? like I think. Yeah, there's... Because I, I think you're totally... Like, that That feels, like, true to me. Mm-hmm. And I think you're super right about it. But I'm also, like... Yeah, I how think... How does this pay off in the movie? And, like, what is the movie doing with this, you know? Yeah, I think... Yeah, I the movie definitely doesn't, like, address it a lot. Like, verbally. Like, I feel... Yeah, there's, like... A, I'm, I guess it's, it's very evocative, right? Like... That's what this movie is good about, like, communicating feelings yeah. mm-hmm. and not necessarily, like, theses. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, it doesn't, like, I don't I don't think movies have to necessarily be clear about their saying and they can certainly be conflicted, you know? Mm-hmm. But it, it, I just feel like, um, I mean, yeah, this is sort of the problem with this movie for me is that it is it is much more interested in being, like, breezy and entertaining mm-hmm. and in moving from thing to thing than, like, giving itself, like, time to breathe. And I think that's sort of, like, the most effective moments of the film are, like, these quiet ones. Like, I think, you know, Finn, the first scene with Finn where the stormtrooper, like, touches it, really good. Like, the first stuff with Rey, like, really good. Like, some of the character moments Mm -hmm. with them, like, really work for me. And the thing is also, like, there's not really, like... There's not really scenes you can point to and be like, oh, that's just really bad. Yeah. With the exception of the CGI monster. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, everything in this movie, like, individually, like, scenes, like, work well. They make emotional sense in the context of the scene itself, right? Mm -hmm. Um, But it's just that, like, strung all together, it, like, flows, but it's haphazard, right? Yeah, that's fair. I don't know. I think my brain is doing more work right now <laughs> so speaking like being right, like yeah. how does this how does this matter and like how does it connect if it does and like i think because another thing that i think about ray is like ray obviously has this deep connection to the force and like ability mm. to use it um right but she like lacks the knowledge and like wider context of the force yeah so that like to her like she's not thinking about like like light or dark or like where yeah like what it means like she's she uses it to survive when i think that's and like that's like what we see at the end right yeah i was just about to say that yeah Yeah. because she's like you know when she's fighting with kylo ren like she's she's fighting to survive and she like both doesn't like give in to like his offer to um you know, to have him teach her, but, like, she also, like, fights, like, very aggressively. Yeah. Um, and stuff in a way that is, uh, perhaps unbecoming right. of a proper Jedi. And stuff, and so, like, yeah, I think, yeah, she, she has, like, she has these very strong feelings, but, like, she's not allowed to place them in, like, a, like, relational con- context with others, because yeah, she's just like trying to survive. Yeah, no, I think that's I think that's really really insightful, and I don't know like I because I because sometimes I, I have a disdain disdain such a that's such a weird I'm sorry I use that word but like for 
you know, when people are like, oh, like, this doesn't fit, like, traditional storytelling metrics. I'm like, I just don't feel like that's, that can't, I, not to say that those ways of thinking, like, about storytelling aren't helpful, but sometimes it can be really limiting. But I feel like that's sort of what I keep coming back to with this movie is that I'm like, yeah, like, you're, you're right. There's the seeds of all this really, really mm-hmm. interesting stuff. But I don't know how it, like, fits into the movie or, like, what it's... Like, because obviously it's... I mean, there's some really clear stuff about, you know, it's a movie about Star Wars. That, like, all the characters, some degree, are, like, grappling with the legacy of the previous films. Yeah. And, like, trying to, you know... I mean, most explicitly, like, Kylo Ren, right? Who's, mm-hmm. like, trying to be Vader. Yeah. Right? But, like, I think it's true of, like, pretty much every character in this movie. They're, like, thinking through and trying to, like you know, reappropriate or reuse the legacy of the previous films. Mm-hmm. And it's just that, like, I don't... Like, it sort of doesn't leave us anywhere with that, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it, it does some of that work, and it sets up some interesting thematic ground, but it doesn't... Like, for me, there's just nothing to hook onto mm-hmm. for me to, like, dig into. Whereas I feel like, yeah, like, with the prequels, for all their faults, <laughs> like, I can sink my teeth into those movies analytically in a mm-hmm. way that I can't with this. Yeah. No, I think I think that's fair. Yeah. I just love me some good feels. Yeah, no, and that's that's valid. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I don't... Yeah, I'm certainly not trying to talk you out of how you feel. You yeah, know? no, but no. Like, and I think, yeah, watching it with you, I was definitely, like... I was, like... Because before I was, like, I don't really care about the plot. Like, it's not important. But then I was, like, oh, right. yeah, like... Yeah, like, some of these things that I love, like, would have been helped. Yeah. You know? When I think that's what... That's part of what makes, I think... A new hope like really really strong and to, mm-hmm. to a lesser degree um return of the jedi because i feel like kind of half the movie doesn't but like a lot of the the stakes of that movie are very clear emotional stakes mm-hmm. right that like sort of every step of that movie like makes sense in like an emotional way yeah like to, to me. and like to every character right yeah mm-hmm. and i think like like force awakens like has these really effective emotional beats and it has some, like, kind of fun plot stuff, mm-hmm. but they never intersect with each other almost, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And sometimes, like, what the characters do seems, like, arbitrary in the context, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I I mean, yeah, let's, let's. I don't know. I want to talk more about Rey. Mm-hmm. I don't want to leave Rey alone. <laughs> but I had this thought about Finn, so maybe we can get into that a little <sighs> bit. My sweet boy. Yeah, also an extremely good boy. Mm-hmm. Movies, it's got a lot of good boys. <laughs> we'll say that. Um... Because and one the very bad boy, I think one, the worst boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, he's not even a boy. That's he's the not thing. a boy. That's the other thing <laughs> everyone needs to remember. Yeah. How old is he canonically? Yeah, canonically, he's like Kylo twenty-nine. Yeah, yeah, that's I not a boy. Yeah. Sometimes people say thirty. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. That also that adds another layer oh, to the fit. I mean, to he, his relationship with Ray. That's yeah. Weird. Which you could argue the same thing because, um, you know, in New Hope, Leia is nineteen and Han is thirty. Right. Um, well, I mean, yeah, that's like their actual ages, right? Or no? Uh, those. No, that's Carrie the, Fisher's. Yeah, I mean, it's about their action. You know, the right? I know. Yeah, ages, I'm trying but to. That's yeah characters. Yeah. Right. Yeah, is it... Oh, never mind. We don't need to get into, like, how old are people? (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, yeah. uh, So... We will never So there's a scene... Yeah, gosh. There's the scene with with, uh, Finn and Ray when they're in the cantina, Mm -hmm. and they're both like, I gotta get out of here, basically. Mm -hmm. Right? Um, And the thing is, I like this beat of, like... I mean, it's it's a little weird coming off the tail of, like, we're just gonna steal this X-Wade and shoot our way out of here. Like, that's crazy, dude. Mm -hmm. Like, you know... 
that he thinks he could survive that. And he's like, no, there's no way we could, you know, <laughs> right? But I think I like that moment where he's like, you, yeah, you don't know the em- empire the way I do. It's, like, you don't know yeah. the first order the way mm-hmm, I do. Mm-hmm. Like, they will destroy us, yeah. right? I think that's, like, really good. Mm-hmm. But that moment has no context. And, like, it doesn't, like, it, it just... Like I, and part of part of the problem with this is we get we get like little whispers of it, mm-hmm. you know. We get like okay, like Finn was like recruited into this program like through this, mm-hmm. you know, this like registration system, and yeah. like so there's sort of this sense okay that's like impersonal and dehumanizing, but that also the the new order is just the empire again. Yeah. Right, and so it's just it's so much harder for me to get like. Yeah. No. Into I. That, that's fair, and I think that that's context. why, like, people don't like Finn, or they give Finn, like, a hard time, both, like, this movie, especially in Last Jedi, yeah, is because, is... yeah, like, it, like, Finn has gone through a lot, <laughs> and, yeah. like, there are reasons, like, I think this movie is about, like, people caring, or struggling to care, or learning to care, right? Yeah. I think mm-hmm. Finn's role in this movie is, like, he's allowed to care about people right now because i think we see that like when like the other stormtrooper gets hit and stuff and like finn stops to like like care for him um or or her or them we know you know there are stormtroopers of all genders (laughs) uh which is very inclusive empire (laughs) you know yeah yeah recruiting like you know (laughs) no no regard for race and gender (laughs) right um (laughs) Yeah. Um, God, that maybe that hire more prison guards might be a Michael Lutz tweet. It's possible. <laughs> anyway, I'd have to look that up. Um, Apologies to. Uh, we're just going Lutz off on all, the, tweet. all yeah. the tangents. Yeah, keep going. Um, anyway, so like Finn is allowed um, to care, but like it's hard. It's hard for him. Yeah. Right. And like, yeah, this movie doesn't go into why. Neither does the next one. It's yeah, just like no. it's just like he's scared, right? And he like wants to protect himself and then he also now like wants to protect Ray and that's what he's focusing on. Right. So people like after Last Jedi, they're like, Oh, like like he doesn't care about the rebellion and like he should have died. That's like such a... Yeah, and, and stuff and I think like one, I think they're being terribly unkind. Uh, but two, like the movie, yeah, does not go into like, yeah, yeah like this well, so is hard. I think that's for like him. such a man. I like, I honestly, that's one of the most bewildering takes to me. Yeah. And like, apologies. I know, I know, I have friends who think this, <laughs> but you're wrong. <laughs> you know that Finn should have died. Anyway, we don't want to get. But I just think that there's like something that's just really weird about that to me, mm-hmm. especially since like the whole thesis of that movie is like, yeah, I don't know. But that's the thing is like, there's, yeah, I just want. I, I want the, like, evil... Because, like, I'm not saying that the the previous movies, you know, including the prequels, which I do think add some complexity here, mm-hmm. like, are not simplistic about good and evil. Yeah. But there is, like, a grounded reality... Yeah, I mean... To, like, ha- especially in, like, New Hope, right? Yeah, because we, we talked before in our previous episodes about, like, the mundanity of evil and fascism, like, in the original trilogy. Right. Um, and, like, this movie, it's, like, this new fascism is, like, all about, like, the grandeur yeah. and, like... Well, I think some of like that... Like, bombast and stuff. And that's, like, interesting, right? right? But, but, like, but yeah, yeah like, it, it doesn't say well, as in, much. Well, New Hope, you get the contrast, right? You get the Death Star blowing up Alderaan. Yeah. But you also get 
you know, the guards in the cantina and you get like, you know, mm-hmm. the way they talk of like villains and like how they have these sort of like infactions and like fighting and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Like you get you get like an intimate scale and a big scale mm-hmm. and it sells that. Yeah. And then in, in Force Awakens you get the big scale. And I think like that scene and I also we yeah, we didn't write it in the center, but we're both really like Hux. Like I love yes. this like <laughs> slimy nasty boy. Uh, you know, yeah. I think that's He's of, a good bad boy. He's a good bad boy, I guess. <laughs> I sure <laughs> Fascist is a fascist. <laughs> he's he's a fun bad boy. He's a fun bad watch. boy. Yeah. No, I I agree. I guess I would I would also argue yeah, Kylo is fun, but like also that like he's he hits close to home. He's like <laughs> people that I know in real life, so it's a little yeah. yeah. Anyway, but um but like that scene where he's giving the speech before they blow up everything with the Starkiller base mm-hmm. um is like cool. Yeah. But it's just so again like yeah, there's, there's yeah. just, it's empty. It's yeah. empty imagery. It is. It is. Yeah. And that's the thing. I think, I mean, I think I said this in the, was really, but like the clone, the clone army, that's really loaded imagery and mm-hmm. it's using it in like a really deliberate way yeah. that says something about that world, mm-hmm. right? In a way that, yeah, like all the sort of hearkening back to the imagery of the Empire in Force Awakens, like, is just super empty. Yeah. And that's, yeah, I think, like, I think the... Like, the Fallen Walker is a good use, like, no, of the iconography that, yeah. of the original trilogy. But, yeah, like, a lot no, of this are... movie just takes, like, yeah. images that are cool. But, yeah, like like you said, yeah. don't say a lot. Although I do think I do think something that is, I don't know, there's, um, I mean, yeah, again, like, I think there's moments of, like, real artfulness in the prequel trilogy. And we didn't need to get into that because we talked about that. You can just listen to older podcasts <laughs> if you want to hear us talk about that. But, like... This movie is so, like, it's just, it's probably the most watchable Star Wars movie, mm-hmm. possibly. And I've watched it, like, yeah, seven times. I mean, yeah, this is only my second years. time. But it's, like, it's really watchable, and it's also just every, the camera, like, is, it moves a lot, but mm-hmm. it's always purposeful. Yes. It's really, like, so, yeah, the thing is, it's just really emotive, and it, like, pulls you in, in a way, like, yeah, like, particularly Phantom Menace, the cinematography is just so dry. Mm-hmm. There's, like, two good shots in that <laughs> whole movie. Yeah. I mean, okay, that's a little unfair. There's there's maybe more in some of the action scenes, like, I think those are pretty well structured, but, like, in general, it's just, like, mm-hmm. it's just a really dry movie. Yeah, it was and, a like, struggle to watch that movie. Yeah. But, like, yeah, but, like, yeah, but The Force Awakens is just, it's so easy. But I think that's sort of the thing, the thing that sticks with me is, yeah, part of it is, yeah, it's easy to watch, but, like, yeah, it's not... You know, and it's not even that it's not hard to analyze. Like, yeah, it's just, there's just not much there. I feel like, I don't know. I don't want to be too harsh on this because I think you're saying things that I'm like into and that I think are really insightful and good, Mm -hmm. but I just like, don't, I, yeah, for whatever reason, I can't like emotionally connect with this movie in the way you have. Okay. I'll, I'll give you an opportunity to maybe get closer to that. Um, I want to hear your ideas about Poe and Finn. Yeah. Okay, so I think this is really cool, but again, I don't think the movie does <laughs> anything with this. Okay, so the Stormtrooper... So yeah, so set up a little context, like, Finn decides to, like, join the rebel or, like, leave the Empire, mm-hmm. more accurately. Yes. Um, when his friend dies and he, like, you know, touches his helmet with, with blood and he gets that... Which is such a striking good image. It's oh. also, like, you never see blood in Star Wars. Yeah. So seeing that is, like, Gosh. is, like, a really good mm-hmm. thing. Right? Anyway, so... Poe 
kills that stormtrooper mm-hmm. right and there's almost this like religious like thing going on where he like touches his head yeah right there's like a baptismal sort of imagery yeah right and then later like when finn and poe are escaping the base like poe names finn mm-hmm. and there's this like yeah the thing is i think that's like really interesting that like there's this sort of like baptism of blood and like this like i don't know what to make of it and i don't even know if it's <laughs> intentional yeah. Like, it, it doesn't, because it doesn't really pay off in any way. Yeah. And it's also interesting that, like, yeah, there's, I mean, I think, like, something that I noticed this movie just time around, like, oh, like, people don't ship Poe and Finn, like, out of nowhere. Like, that lip bite is for <laughs> real. Yeah. Right? That, like, there is actual, like, physical chemistry mm-hmm. between those two. And, like, that also adds a really weird wrinkle to it. That, like, <laughs> there's, like, this father-son thing, but, like, also, you know. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so, like, I'm not sure how to get into that exactly, but I just think that's such a, like... That's one of the moments this movie, like, is extraordinarily artful Mm -hmm. and sets up some really interesting, like, things that I don't know what to do with or, like, how to, like, get in on, you know? Yeah, I don't know either. And I don't think this will help, like, help you come to any conclusion. But I think, yeah, like, uh, like, there are kind of, like, two conflicting, like, presentations or, like, ideas of Poe in like when you take force awakens and last jedi yeah together, for sure mm-hmm. right like poe is someone who yeah like kill like you know acts like through brash violence and stuff and like right. it like affects people's lives right and oh. like you Sorry. know perhaps for the better you know in finn's case but you know obviously in last jedi like a lot of innocent people um get hurt when they don't you know need yeah. to um but then also yeah like yeah, like, that Finn also is this character who, like, you know, is, like, willing to, like, bring everybody into the fight, um, and, like, you know... You mean Poe? Yes, sorry. Yeah, it's okay. It's totally okay. Keep going. (laughs) Just wanted to clarify. Yeah, no, thank you. Um, yeah, but just kind of this idea of, like, Poe as, um, you know, just, like, yeah, like, a fun and loving and, like, accepting person. Um, so I think... Yeah, I, like, wish that we could, like, see more of their, like, relationship and maybe how, like, yeah, like, the art kind of has, like, two sides to it. No, I think Um, think that's that's sort of the thing about about Poe is, like, I I, I think when, I think we talked about Last Jedi before, I was like, well, like, Poe doesn't really have a character in this, like, he's just, like, cool, snarky guy, Mm -hmm. you know? And I don't think that's entirely true. Like, the way he sort of, like, takes after Poe and, like, encourages him, like, there's sort of a... After Finn, yeah. <laughs> Dang it, man, we've cursed each other. Um, after Finn, like, says something about him and, mm-hmm, like, says, yeah. you know... And the thing is that, like, yeah, like, I don't know if what happens in Last Jedi, like, directly contradicts that. Yeah. But it also doesn't show that side of him. Yeah. Right? And so I think it's just hard because the movie doesn't, like... This movie doesn't make an explicit, like, decision about who these char- some of these characters are. And so then when, like, Last Jedi steps in, and, like, there's, I mean, whatever, you know, whatever good or bad could be said about Last Jedi, it's much more authoritative. Yeah. It sets up, like, a lot more mm-hmm. stuff. And, like, when it's sort of like, oh, Poe is like this, like, I've too, I, not nearly as bad as you, but I was like, is this really who Poe is? Like, I yeah. don't, you know, is this what's going on? Mm-hmm. And I think that's, that's something that's frustrating about this movie is, um, yeah. And it, like is that there's there's not this like clear emotional thorough line from 
Yeah. But, and I don't think for any of these characters, like I don't think for for Poe, for Finn, or for Ray. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, Ray maybe gets the closest of the three, um, but like there's not a clear like setup between. I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. I'm I'm really curious to see how I react to Last Jedi. But I just think. I don't know, and I don't even think it's that, because I think people, I think some people would say, oh, like, it's because these movies are, like, corporately mandated, and, like, they're, you know, made by, like, entirely different teams, and, like, yada, 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 and so, like, you know, the original ones had, like, George Lucas, and, like, there was at least some oversight, right? Mm-hmm. And I think there's, there's, I mean, I know George Lucas has said, like, oh, I wrote, you know, I, I had, like, the outlines for the other movies, like, mm-hmm. I don't... <laughs> I don't know, man. You know, like maybe I'm not, I'm I just, at the very least there were like significant changes like over, you know, each film. Right. Like I don't, anyway. So I just, I think like what I'm saying is there's ways to set up this kind of authorship, right? There's ways to set up like a connection between films or like between moments that like doesn't necessarily require like you to have this complete and whole vision of everything that's going to come next. Right. Mm -hmm. I think that's, like, a very, like, auteur theory, illusionary, like, idea. I wish I had, like, a contrasting example, but I don't, so. Um, so you'll just have to take my word for it. Yeah, I mean, I think that's, I think that's all fair. And, like, we talked, like, it worked for me. And, you know, most, most of the emotional things with the characters, like, worked for me and didn't for you. Um, I think you're right. You've said many times that I do a lot of work <laughs> for this movie in my brain and my heart and my soul <laughs> to yeah. make it work. Um, but this, yeah, I'm surprised because, like, this goes kind of explicitly into something that you talk about a lot uh, with this movie, which is uh, what it does with Han. Yeah. Yep. I really don't like what this movie... Well, okay. I have very conflicted feelings about what this movie does with Han because I think where it ends up is is kind of perfect that like mm-hmm. him choosing to believe in his son and basically sacrificing his life for him is like really beautiful and moving. And like, you know, you, I feel like you can see the progression from Han and in, in a new hope to this, you mm-hmm. know, through those films, it feels like really nice, but that's not what we get of Han. Well, through most of the movie mm-hmm. or through at least the beginning of it, his introduction is basically, Oh, it's Han Solo. <laughs> yes smuggler in over his head again he back he back and i really he never left yeah. <laughs> i really i really hate that and i just i mean there's a there's a beat where um where he's like you know like i went back to the only thing i knew how to do mm-hmm. right and it's like okay like first of all han and like this isn't like <laughs> this doesn't yeah, like exclude like you're clearly you're a pretty good rebel Right? Like, mm-hmm. you've been doing this stuff, and you're pretty good at it. Right? Like, you helped top of the empire. Yeah, he's a general. <laughs> you know? Like, you know? And then also, you weren't good at smuggling. <laughs> B. Like, you only ever got into trouble. <laughs> anyway, and C, like, I think that's an okay turn. Like, that's an okay idea that, like, Han doesn't know what to do, but he goes back to what he knows, you know, mm-hmm. or what he knows how to do. Uh, but the thing is, like, we our relationship with Han through these movies but also in this movie we don't see that turn yeah and like it doesn't make sense and it's not dramatized in a way that like works and so it's just I don't know for me it's very frustrating Mm -hmm. to see like yeah like 
and I think it ties into, I mean, my big problem with this movie, which is like, it's so, it so wants to be affable and likable and sort of engaging that it kind of sacrifices a lot of stuff in order to constantly be that Yeah. in a way that I, that frustrates me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, yeah, for some reason, like, like I agree with you on the stuff that doesn't bother me as much. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think, I think you could even have taken like all the same situations and kind of like you said, just like, um, just like dramatized it more and like yeah. made it more like, you know, yeah, there could be like a reason why he would do this really dumb thing of like going back or there's like, there could be plenty of reasons for like why he's lost, you know, connection with Leia and like, right, obviously yeah. it's like connected to their son. Right. And what yeah. happened. Um, and, no, stuff. That, and it like, again, like they're... it said it, but like. It doesn't really go into it. Right. And well, their separation makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, I actually really, I think the scenes they have together work pretty well. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I mean, it's just that like, yeah, we don't have all that context. And maybe, you know, I, I think maybe we don't need to, but I just don't feel like what the movie pulls out is evocative enough to, to be interesting or to mm-hmm. build on, you know? Yeah. At least in, I think, I mean, there's something, there's something that's telling about like Han Solo dies in this movie like he is dead mm-hmm. right and like 95 percent of like the fan art and stuff was about like pin and finn and poe and... <laughs> oh we're just not gonna get the <laughs> yeah. names straight <laughs> yeah um and so i think there's i don't know there's and i'm not saying that like shame on those fans or something ridiculous like that but i think it shows like where these movies priorities are and what emotionally resonates with people yeah. and i feel like like Han Solo's death, like, should just be a slam dunk. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just... it's And then that scene is also real good. Yeah. Like, oh, I love yeah. this stuff with the eclipse. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's... Like, it's... And I think, yeah, one of the movie's strengths is it has this really emotive uh, cinematography, which I think we'll talk mm-hmm. about a little bit later. Anyway, I just... Yeah, like, I... I that's a good scene. Man, I just wish good, it had I'm more. I'm just thinking about how good that scene is. It's really good. It's well, fine. and that, that, like, cheek touch that, oh, yeah. that he yeah. does is, is perfect. Uh, and... Ray and Finn's, like, reactions are perfect. Yeah. No, and I, I also, I mean, yeah, and I really like, I mean, obviously, like, Han takes, like, the role of Ben Kenobi in this mm-hmm. scene, right? Um, but then also, like, he names his son Ben. Yeah. And I think, like, like this is one of those things that, like, yeah, I don't need, like, I don't need to, like, have a flashback to, like, Han Solo, <laughs> like, realize, raise his relationship with Ben. Like, that's a subtle thing mm-hmm. that I think communicates a lot. That, like... That was a moment when Han believed, like, began to believe in good, mm-hmm. you know? And, like, and I think that's, like, that's the kind of thing I wish the movie would do more. I think that's, yeah. like, a good touch that, like, yeah. feels resonant, mm-hmm. you know? And then the fact that he, like, he dies, oh, excuse me, hit the microphone. He dies, like, sort of in Ben Kenobi's place mm-hmm. in that scene is, like, is one of the moments where it's explicitly harkening back to the original trilogy in a way that's, like, poignant and, and sharp. Yeah. I hear you. Yeah. I'm with I'm, you. like, growing on the Han stuff now. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Good stuff. Yeah, that is that is surprising. <laughs> yeah. Well, I didn't quite I'll, have this all figured yeah, out. Yeah. But, yeah. But, I, yeah, I still think, I mean, yeah, we already talked about, like, that scene with the CGI monster. It's so bad. Mm, it's bad. It's real bad. And, um, yeah, like, that, I don't know. Man, I. No. Oof. Yeah. I just think, yeah, and I think there are ways to, like, I think having Ray and Finn meet Han and them, you know, him being their dad is good. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think there's ways to facilitate, like, Han journeying around the galaxy that's not just, I'm a smuggler now. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, like, yeah, that moment, like, it's true, all of it could be such a killer thing. Yeah. And it's really not. Yeah, it's... It really falls flat. I know. And it's sad, because, like, the forest theme is playing, and, like, the light, like, the, the map thing is, like, really cool. Like, mm-hmm, it's, like, yeah. all the it's, like, Again, lights yeah. and space between them and yeah. everything. And they're, they're perfect faces. I'm just... Right. Well, I, 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 like, I mean, the thing is, yeah, like, Ray and Finn both being characters that have, like, like not necessarily a lot but like never had a connection to like this wider conflict mm-hmm. that like involves them you know mm-hmm. of course but like they never had like emotional stakes in it and then someone like coming into their lives and showing them like the way and making something for them like that could be really powerful and in yeah. spots it is yeah but, but... it just doesn't mm-hmm. hang together super well yeah but i think that's the thing is, yeah, I, all the Han as dad stuff is really good. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, often very funny, but usually, like, warm and sort of it's, like, it's yeah. definitely, yeah. Like, I think Han's still one of the better parts of this movie. Yeah, no, right. it's, I mean, and that feel, that feels like a good and real transition, because, like, in, oh, yeah. um, especially in, like, New Hope, he's, like, real grumpy towards Luke because, uh, like, oh, he's just, like, a kid and he doesn't know anything. And now it's, like... Now it's kind of like the same thing, but he's like actually an adult and like actually right. kind of knows what he's talking about. Right. Well, there's so a, like, yeah, dad the, levels, you know. Right. Well, exponentially. His, his good. gruffness is like tempered with a kind of like affection and sort of and sort of like. Yeah. And I think that like the thing is, yeah, that mm-hmm. that feels like a natural trans. Like I I yeah. feel like this is like Han Solo from A New Hope plus. I'm sorry right after we have a fight Han Solo in Return of the Jedi. <laughs> right? And like, yeah. Like, and this is the oh. thing is like, I'm, I think of this is, yeah, like what a great, yeah, what a great character man, man. who, who. When he gives Ray the gun, that's, oh. It's a good scene. That's good. It's good. It's and really like, good. Man, I, I don't know. Like, the thing is, yeah, like, I mean, we talked a little bit earlier about Harrison Ford kind of phoning it in in a couple scenes. Mm-hmm. But like, the thing is, like, he could totally phone it in this movie and he does not. Yeah. Like, he, for the most part, he's mm-hmm. like really yeah. present and like genuine and sort of like brings a really good energy to this movie that yeah. I think. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm just, I'm just thinking about like all the goods. Like, I totally agree with you, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. Stuff, but like, now I'm just thinking about all the, all the like really good little bits yeah. of Han stuff that I like. No, well, the thing is, I think, Ugh. like, I think, yeah, it's, it's, I mean, so much of this movie's charm, this movie's charm relies on the actors and, and the mm-hmm. people like, you know, and I think it gives the people like space to perform and be yeah. good. And so, yeah, um, I, I know this, um, I know all those moments. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't know if I talked about this already, but I saw this movie five times in theaters yeah. um, and took notes during most of those viewings. Mm-hmm. And like, when I look back at some of those mo- m- notes, it's like, the direction that Finn's eyes move in this scene. <laughs> or like, you know, yeah. like the way that Han's finger, like, like, yeah. So, yeah. So again, like, yeah. So it's exactly what you're saying. Like so much of this movie is just like, it's like good actors and like good performances, like jiving together. Yeah. And like, mm-hmm. that's, that warms my heart. Yeah, no, that gets my heart. Me good. My heart is warm too. Um, yeah, thinking about thinking about Han. And I think yeah, you know what I said earlier on the pod that like nobody has like good arcs in this movie. 
And like Han does, like it, it still, it still doesn't. The, the beginning, the beginning is, is kind of like is bad, mm, yeah. But like, but like he does have a separated, like in its own, you know. Just considering this movie, right? You know, it's pretty. It's all right. It's pretty good. Yeah. Um. Okay. Well, do you want to talk about Greasy Boy, Kylo Ren? Mm, greasy Boy. I mean, we're gonna talk about the Force later, and I feel like most of the interesting stuff we have to say about him is connected to that. Mm-hmm. So maybe we can just move on. Yeah. I'd I like, think, okay, and I know, like, yeah, I know there are people out there who don't, or Adam Driver haters. Uh, I like Adam Driver a lot. <laughs> I think he's pretty good in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he's, yeah. I don't know. I don't have a, I don't have a take mm. besides that. Yeah. Bad boy. Good actor. Yeah, I, I think I'm, I'm fairly neutral on Adam Driver as a person. Yeah. Well, uh, he's he's really good in that uh, Daniel Radcliffe rom-com that's, like, oh, kind yeah. of okay. Yeah. But, like, he's, he plays Daniel Radcliffe's roommate. It's called I Wish, I think? Um, What If. What If. That's yeah. what it is. Yeah. yeah. Pardon me. Uh, anyway. Yeah. He's, uh, he's very good. Another movie I love for yeah. some reason. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's charming. It's all right. Yeah. But, yeah, Adam Driver, very good in that movie. Mm-hmm. That's true. Um, yeah. Um... Okay, yeah, <laughs> our one note here about Leia is Leia's great. Her best looks always involve vests. Always. <laughs> always. Yeah. Oh, man, I mean, yeah, beginning beginning of Empire Strikes Back, when she's got, like, the crown of braids and that oh, little snow yeah. vest. That's very good Great, look. great. Return of the Jedi? Oh, well, I mean, that's that's like a poncho. Yeah. But I, I think she's got, like, a little, like, a, like a green vest underneath yeah. it. yeah. Oh, it's pretty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, and I think actually, Good. like, she's the character who I think moves from her place at the end of Return of the Jedi to this, like, most naturally. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, man, do we... Okay, I don't think we talked about this. Uh, yeah, but, like, is, isn't the Resistance such a weird thing? The Resistance. Yeah, it's... <sighs> Like I don't. It doesn't exactly make sense. Again, this is sense. like the problem, like with what is the first order, right? Because yeah, we like, did talk about that. Yeah, and like it ties into that because like the Republic is in power, ostensibly, right? And then they all die. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but yeah, they're in they're in power, and like it should be like it's like the first order should be like. Like the fringe group, you know, that's like rebelling, but like the resistance is resisting them, and also they're funded by like the main. Yeah, it does. It's a little. It's a weird thing. Yeah, I don't know exactly. Like, um. Oh yeah, like there's. I wish I'd written it down in our notes, but like there's a. This is like you know. With the support of the Republic, Leia starts a resistance or something, which is like (laughs) such a 2018 thing. Um, in a bad way, right? (laughs) Like, um, and I just don't, yeah, like, and maybe, you know, maybe if I read, like, the novels or something, it would make more sense, Mm -hmm. right? And there, there could, but the thing is, like, I don't, I don't feel like I should have to do that, you know? Yeah. Like, I I want this world to make sense on its own terms, uh, right? you know, calling it the resistance is just, you know, looking up, using a thesaurus right it's like rebellion <laughs> resistance yeah it works yeah uh, well, right yeah. and i i just kind of wish that yeah like, no. i mean this is again i wish the movie wasn't so desperate to recuperate like, yeah the I, it's just it's it's poorly defined on its own yeah 
you know, on its own feet. Yeah, man, it's too bad because, like, because I think, I mean, you know, I don't know what nine is going to be. Uh, I, I mean, the cynical yeah. part of me is like, it's just going to be like a, you know, like, oh, Ray does have parents, actually. And like, you know, sort of this like backtracking of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't, I mean, it probably won't be that bad, but I could imagine it being just like, yeah, like very much a sort of return to like mm-hmm. Force Awakens style stuff. Um, but like, I don't know that's what it's going to be. Mm-hmm. But I sort of like, at, I think Last Jedi was still kind of our, our like hope for like a, really political <laughs> Star Wars movie and in some ways it is but it's not mm-hmm. it like it doesn't flesh out this world in a way that makes any kind of sense right mm-hmm. and so I think uh, I don't think that's something we're going to get out of these out of these movies yeah. which is too bad I mean we get it we get it from Rogue One at least a little bit so yeah there's that mm-hmm. but yeah um yeah you know people don't like Maz this is kind of a tangent <laughs> people don't yeah, like Maz who doesn't like Maz I don't understand Earth bags. <laughs> That's who. I mean, yeah. Okay, okay. The one person I can think of who I, I know, who I, no, don't know personally, and I'm not gonna. I don't want to get dragged into discourse here. Who does not like Maz uh, was a bad, terrible, no good person. Hmm. So you know, I, I mean, I feel like right. Yeah, <laughs> it's just you know. Maz is so. Maz is so good. And again, it's ah, she yeah because like so much of Star Wars um is like like men like feeling pain and women having to deal with it for them um, yes yeah and true. Maz is mm-hmm. unwilling to put up with and like to take on anybody else's like emotional baggage yeah no like, she really is whatsoever not. and she's like they're like ready and willing to like support ray right she like yeah. goes after her and she you know and is like very like kind and, and gentle with her yeah um, but like yeah she's like right you know like Finn and Han have got like a lot going on and she like calls him out on it and oh, she's blessed. Yeah, no, I, I like, yeah, I like her. I, I mean, again, I feel like, like I love this like weird Yoda person. I mean, she's not the same species or anything, but like kind of Yoda analogous, like wise person figure mm-hmm. who just like runs this cantina in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. And like there's, she's, you know, you know, and she's like super old and like, no you know still getting it still getting it yeah like anyway she's uh i really like like that a lot of stuff conceptually but again it's like i don't yeah like i don't know who this person is or like how does she fit to this world and yeah. like like you know, that's and you don't have so to much, know like doesn't bother me either. right no i think that's fair i don't think it's i don't think it's a problem necessarily i guess i'm just like thinking about yoda that like yoda makes sense mm-hmm. and like i understand him in the context of the world i don't know everything about him and i don't need to know yeah. everything but i, I like, guess, like get the gist in a way I that don't i don't know with like Ma she so doesn't much. she doesn't at all play like the same role as no, yoda that's true so i mean yeah the only resemblance is that she like maybe has some force stuff going on and she's short <laughs> and wise yeah yeah so that that was but, the connection there yeah but, yeah mm-hmm. yeah um Right. Okay. So, yeah. Another thing I have a problem with is uh, just make this movie about the map. Yeah. When you when you said that, I was like, when we were watching it, I was yeah. like, mm, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> like that's good because, yeah. Honestly, yeah. All the all the problems that I personally have, it's like because yeah, I I like feel the emotional stuff. I mm-hmm. like yeah love a ton of the character stuff. Um. And, yeah, it's, like, yeah, my biggest problems are, like, just, like, with the story and, uh, 
like the ending <laughs> and like I get like I always say like I always have trouble with like space battles and stuff mm-hmm. and like gosh with this like with Poe's like I don't know if it's called the trench run or whatever like basically that's basically what it, what is. it is yeah um gosh like I just do not care <laughs> like um and so yeah when you said that it's like what if this movie was just like focused on the fact that like luke is gone and every like all these different parties are trying to find him for different reasons right it's like and yeah and that like that would kind of like learn more about like what is the first order question mark yeah and what is the state of this world yeah Yeah. and, and it's like what is the resistance like actually trying to do and like you know and right well i think there's so much of like like you like Kylo kidnapping Rey, mm-hmm. like Han and, um, you know, Finn going to rescue her. And like that mm-hmm. whole thing, like you don't need a Death Star for yeah. any of that. Yeah. Like, like that's don't. still yeah. can stand. Right. Like it just, and like, yeah. And like, even like the Republic dying. I mean, I guess like Last Jedi would be a completely different movie. Like, I don't know how you make <laughs> Last Jedi. That's like part of what, you know, but like, I just don't, I don't see why it has to like duplicate that, you mm-hmm. know, in the same way. Right. Yeah. Like I think. All of the emotional beats of this movie, you could take out the Death Star stuff and they would still be intact. In a way that, like, you can't with, <laughs> with like, like, I mean, the Death Star is, like, this central image in, in Force of, I mean, in A New Hope. And actually Revenge of the Sith, too, because it's, like, this weird, like, you know, <laughs> child of Darth Vader's, right? <laughs> <laughs> and, like, anyway, so, like, there's, you know, and so Ooh. much of the movie takes place on it. Like, it's it's central to that movie, mm-hmm. to the thematics of that movie, to its plot in a way that, yeah, like, Starkiller Base, like, you could just get rid of. Mm-hmm. And it does not matter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the one good thing is, like, the, you know, the, the like, red. I like the red. The red. The like... red beam. Giant <laughs> yeah. red beam. It's a good visual. That's that's my yeah. own. That's the only thing about when it this. It comes that... through the trees. Like yeah. The shockwave. That's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some good visual effects yeah. in this movie. Man, I know. I'm just thinking. It's like yeah, like and even the destruction of Star Killer Base like doesn't even matter because like all the people who are like important on it like get out. Right. Right. It's yeah, you like... don't have a Grand Moff Tarkin character. Yeah. Who, like. That, okay, we're just gonna, I mean, we already talked about this, I think, but that beat where, like, the dude's like, Grandma of Tarkin, like, we need to leave, and he's like, now? In our moment of triumph? Like, <laughs> that so arrogance good. is extremely good, right? It's like, so good. Also, like, man, yeah. it, it's so good also with Rogue One. Mm, I love, oh, man, I can't yeah. wait, I can't wait to talk yeah, about we're gonna, Krennic we're gonna, like, one. we're gonna watch, we're gonna have to get through Last Jedi together, <laughs> oh. you know, and support right each other. about that. But... But Rogue One, I think, will just have a nice time. It'll be a nice kickoff. Yes. Um, anyway. all you haters out there. Yeah. We're going to have a good time with Rogue One. Yeah, I think there's, you know, no reason not to have a good time. Um, yeah, I don't know if I have too much else to say about this movie. Something you pointed out that I think was interesting, we've talked a lot about how there's, like, this nature versus machine dynamic mm-hmm. uh, that is, like, not in this movie at all. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, because I was thinking, it was something I'd never thought about in Star Wars, Mm -hmm. um, but that you pointed out early in the podcast, and like, thought that was very interesting, so when when I was watching this time, I was looking for that, and I was like... I mean, I guess Starkiller Base is like in the snow, and the trees, and stuff. Well, yeah, that's like, I think that is like an interest, like a cool interesting thing, and I wish, yeah, I wish it wasn't in this movie, I wish there was like some sort of like... I like the snow stuff, that's It's real. it's cool that like... There is, like, a natural landscape, like, on, like, as compared to the Death Star, right? Which was this, like, big metal ball. Right. And then, like, it's 
it's like interesting that they like made this into like a planet yeah and stuff but yet like what what does it mean like no like it doesn't mean anything yeah it doesn't feel like what's like yeah it's again i don't know how to yeah it's like well that's interesting but like yeah how am i supposed to extract me or even like meaningful questions from that Mm -hmm. like i don't know yeah yeah it's it's yeah it's just i don't know like i think that's part of the thing that frustrates me too and maybe this is just like man this movie is interested in the things that i'm interested in about star wars like wait, wait, wait. like that, that could be a little bit of it no right politics. <laughs> no politics no politics no nature yeah there's not even really much religion in this movie <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um i like yeah i guess the thing that is um is is um um Sorry, I'm, like, trying not to swear this is a family podcast. <laughs> um, uh, the thing that is, like, on my stuff is uh, Rey is kind of, like, in between Jedi and Sith and, and stuff. Mm-hmm. And she's, like, yeah. you know, sort of outside Oof. of those labels in a cool way. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, well, I guess that we could talk, we yeah, can talk a little we about, talk the about the Force. Yeah, okay, so the, the thing I think is really interesting about the Force in this movie is uh, Kylo Ren's, like, I'm not going to be seduced. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's a really, I mean, you talked in the Return of the Jedi podcast about how, like, we only talk about conflict as, like, the light side. Mm-hmm. You know, that, like, Darth Vader is conflicted yeah, because he wants to join the light mm-hmm. and Luke is not, right? Yeah. They just, at least they didn't use that language to talk about him. Yeah. Right? And it's sort of the same with Kylo Ren that, like, it's like, I will not be seduced. I guess, the, actually, the thing is, okay, the thing is, is that that's kind of a reversal of the typical yeah. language, right? Yeah, no, that's, I think I pointed out in the episode, like, Star Wars, like, always talks about it in the same way, except for Kylo Ren, which is right. kind of this opposite. Yeah, that's right. You did where, say that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, where he's, like, trying to hold on to the darkness, right? And right. the light is, like, what's pulling him away from right. what he wants. Which is, yeah, a really, I mean, which is really, again, like, really interesting. Mm-hmm. Don't know what to make of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do think it's a way it's kind of, like, at least playing with or sort of exploring the, like, Star Wars is spiritual space, you mm-hmm. know, which has always been like pretty binary and like you know, yeah, uh, all that stuff, and like, yeah, and so I mean I think that's really interesting. I think I mean I think there's a reason people like talk about Kylo Ren as the best part of this movie. I think mm-hmm. in some ways he's the most coherent element of it. Yeah, but it is still like. Well, I think I think yeah, I mean, like yeah. it doesn't go a ton into it, but I think it makes it really interesting at least to like think and like examine you know the scene where han dies yeah right because like yeah like kylo ren just talks so much in that scene about like the pain and like you know he says like he's being like torn apart and stuff and it's like like what is tearing him apart <laughs> right? right yeah like um and stuff and like part of it it's like you could look at it kind of either way um and like I don't know, maybe that's, like, a bad thing, but I think it's interesting. Right. Well, I think maybe that's part of it is that there's um, there's a sense with Luke at the end of Return of the Jedi, and even with Vader, that they're both whole. Mm-hmm. That, like, Luke sort of... You know, and the thing is, even though Luke is, like, this machine man a little bit, like, he's got at least the machine arm, right? Mm-hmm. That he's, like... Um, you know, there's this sense of, like, wholeness, like, I am a Jedi, right? Yeah. There's this... And I think, like, part of that, yeah, is that Kylo Ren, like, is not yeah he's not like accepting of himself and like and i think it i don't know like there's something that's interesting about that they're like oh for sure yeah that there's mm-hmm. always there's always a tension right that like and you see this throughout last jedi too is that he like wants to be 
like Vader, mm-hmm. but like is basically incapable of being Vader, yeah. right? Like he is unable to be like that powerful, mm-hmm. you know, and like that, um, like be that person, right? But that also like he can't bring himself to just like, yeah, get I up mean, on it, and that right? does that does that is kind of interesting when you consider Last Jedi, where like Ray like sees that he's not whole and stuff and thinks that that means she can bring him to the light right where luke is like no like he's gone <laughs> like, right yeah and stuff and well i think i mean it's a little of both though because i mm-hmm. i don't think that um like yeah I, I i mean we'll talk about this i think this is one of your most interesting um and thoughtful critiques of the last jedi mm-hmm. um is that yeah? Ray doesn't have a lot of agency in that movie, no. but I do think she's <laughs> not wrong. Mm-hmm. Like she's not wrong in going to cut. Like she's maybe wrong about him, mm-hmm. but that was the right call. Mm-hmm. Like her going, like Snoke dying, is a objectively good thing <laughs> yes. in multiple ways, right? Yes. And so I think Ray making that choice is like mm-hmm. you know is a moment. Yeah, she exercises agency and is like you know and is right. Right. Mm-hmm. She's not wrong to to go there. Yeah. But mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, you, might, you might have other problems with how that's framed and stuff. But I think yeah, but like yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, we should save that for the next podcast. <laughs> yes, yeah. yeah, bringing it back to this movie, bringing yeah. it back to the Force. Um, mm-hmm. I think yes, yeah, so we talked about like Kylo Ren is kind of like this different way of looking at conflict and um, stuff than we've seen before. I think also Ray gives us a different way to look at like the Force. Mm-hmm. Um, because she, like, is obviously very powerful yeah. in it. But mm-hmm. she, like, doesn't know anything about it and, like, forgets about it. And, like, like, and some parts, you know, like, wants nothing to do with it. But then other parts, like, obviously, like, uses it to her advantage. And I think it's just interesting that she, like, she basically, her use of the Force is for survival. And yeah. that's it. Like, right. there is no, like, moral judgment that yeah. she holds toward it. Right. It's, like, merely a tool. Yeah. Well, I think, I think you talked about this a little bit earlier on, on this podcast, but, like, mm. um, but, yeah, I think that's a really interesting element, and it's something that, um, like, I think colors, like, her relationship with it in Last Jedi mm-hmm. in a really interesting way, and, like, I think makes... Yeah, like, I kind of, you know, I like sort of the space that this movie is in that I don't think it explores at all, right? Mm-hmm. Or doesn't explore enough anyway. It's like, yeah, there's not really Jedi or Sith anymore. Mm-hmm. And yeah, there's like the First Order and the Resistance, but it's still like weird. And so like there's, in some ways, like the the binary of the Jedi, like the, the opposite of the Knights of Ren or whatever, yeah. you know, these guys are doesn't really exist and like ray is like discovering what that is and finding it out for Mm -hmm. herself yeah and that's a really cool dynamic Mm -hmm. that i wish uh this movie and the last jedi explored more yeah Mm -hmm. okay well if we got if we got anything else for our audience here um i was gonna say uh yeah pet peeve of mine about this movie (laughs) is the scene where she like force tricks the yeah. the guard yeah. like i don't the thing is i think it's totally chill that she force tricks the guard i don't mm-hmm. think that's like i mean like luke you know like blows up the death star with space magic like it's fine <laughs> you know like it's okay <laughs> yeah. right uh that's not but I, I think it's it's a it's a scene that like nothing really changes for her right yeah. it just like it's just a weird beat for me yeah quite... and again i think it kind of does go back to that thing like she's just surviving like it's right. not she's not like oh like wow 
legs of it. Right. It's like, oh, great. I'm glad that worked. Yeah, <laughs> because right. Because I needed it to. Right, yeah, that's um, totally. Yeah, and, stuff. and so, like, yeah, that, that does, that scene does feel forced. Right, um, and in, in, the, in the same way, like, I don't think, I mean, I don't know, I, maybe there could be a little more context for this, but, like, the scene where she sort of flips, like, Kylo Ren's, you know, mind-reading magic back on him <gasps> is, like, doesn't feel quite, as like contextless, mm-hmm. right? As as that later scene does. So, man, that's yeah. good. It's a good scene. Yeah. You know what? It's not. What? A love scene. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Never. well, on this anti, uh, Ren, uh, I don't Ky- Kylo. I don't Ren. I don't remember what it is. What the ship name for Kylo and Rey oh, is? No, we do not speak of it. <laughs> All right, fair enough. Yeah, cursed, uh, cursed content. Um, I think we'll just run up here. So, we are hosted by the Abnormal Podcasting Network, which you can find at abnormalmapping.com, and which you can support at patreon.com slash abnormalmapping. Please do. They yeah. do great work. They Not, do. And they help, they help our show out and other shows. Yeah. They're doing their own good work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they're very nice people. Um, so, you can find us at Seasons Movie Pod on Twitter, at seasonspod at gmail.com, mm-hmm. and at abnormalmapping.com slash seasons movie pod. Yes. Where can the folks find you, Emma, on the internet? They can find me. Found? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> My, uh, on Twitter, I'm at U of Wales. I'll say say it every time. I'll say it again. The letter U of Wales, as in the aquatic mammal. Yeah. And I'm just uh, Jacob.Benfell mm-hmm. on Twitter. So, yeah, you can come bad takes about games if you want anyway <laughs> thank you so much for tuning in uh we got a little all right sorry that this is late we're hopefully okay so yeah quick just dis- two quick discretions one hopefully <laughs> we'll record all the rest of the episodes this week and they'll come out like weekly mm-hmm. and so that'll just be on track and we'll be great uh second thing we recorded this episode in two segments yes i got uh, very sleepy and grumpy yeah <laughs> in the middle of the first right. recording and it recorded like you know several weeks apart <laughs> so if it's a bit weird and incongruent if we go over something again like that's probably why uh thank you for being for your patience and mm-hmm. your support yes uh, we appreciate it mm-hmm. anyway see y'all later bye